0: This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. He's on the cover of AMA magazine. Harmonious Gentlemen.
1: All well, of podcast episodes were colored rectangular squares on probably America's favorite gambling game, roulette. Mm-hmm. You'd know that This is episode thirty-eight. The number of squares on a roulette wheel. Right. I got a question for you guys. If you had to bet at all, are you going red or black? Black. Yeah, I was gonna say black. I would have said black too. We should go. Maybe it's time. What casinos open?
2: Like that? That that's like all gone or double. Is that what happens when you go all? Yeah. Two. Yeah. 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 All gone or double. Yeah. I think I was at a casino one time in my life, and I had like thirty bucks, and I said that's all I'm gonna spend. At the very end, I think I threw everything on black. And. And I and I got my money.
3: So you know what
1: you would do, so, and you've done it. Yeah,
2: and I've never
3: gone back. Did you know that it was thirty-eight, Graham? Hmm? Did you know it was thirty-eight? Was the number of times? oh, I had no idea. No, so no, I guess there's I numbers
1: up to thirty-six, and then a zero and a double zero for some reason. I wonder
2: how many gamblers we have who listen to the show.
1: Quite a few, actually. Yeah, <laughs>
2: you know. <laughs> I mean, More listening to the show is a gamble. Is it going to be a good one or not? <laughs> That's right. Tonight I have good news, everyone. It's going to be a good one. Okay. Why is that, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're in Lacombe.
3: It's the first... Well, it's probably not above zero right now, but today was... Pretty the close. weather was nice and uh, warm. We've had a go- bit of a cold
2: stretch, so yeah, we're all geared up, ready to go. We're cozy. So we have been having some harmonious gentlemen, uh, State of the Union Cloud. conversations. yeah. yeah. And we would like to just sort of talk about with you, the listener, the fair listener, that um, we're going to go for an episode every two weeks. We're going to sort of break out of this once a month mold, and we're going to go for it. Why is that, Chris?
1: Well, <laughs> we have a lot of good things to say. But at, I think that when we started this podcast, we wanted to be, you know, like not we're not claiming to be the voice of reason and in troubled times or anything no. like that, but we want to kind of just practice um what we're doing and and continue it we get good feedback we have fun yeah yeah we have some plans for um additional guests and more peter episodes yeah yeah and so every two weeks will kind of give us a chance to do that right tyler
3: yeah i don't have any kind of social life so i need to keep (laughs) this going let's be honest (laughs) this is a big one
2: and i hear from people that they just want more like it's a long wait between episodes yeah. And that yeah. might not be you. You
1: might appreciate the one month wait, but some people yeah. you might wish we did less, right? And, and then you can just listen to every other.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: My brother-in-law told me today, "You know, I still haven't listened to your podcast." And I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jason, who I'm going to send Thank the link you. to this one cuz he I think he lied. His confession could be that he did tell me he's listened, been listening, and now he yeah. told me he's not.
3: I think he's Tim Alien.
1: That's oh, what I thought for a while too, and now it. I'm like Mm. Yeah. Well, although that would be something Tillamian would say. Yeah,
3: true. Another thing we're going to try to do is be more present on social media, which might be ironic after our last episode yeah. where we <laughs> focused on um, social media, <laughs> and some of oh, us confessed. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's a good way to engage with um, the world out there, and yeah. so keep an eye out. If you don't follow us on social media, please do. Um, We'll be posting some polls or
2: who knows. Exciting information in the future. By the way, if you're not on social media as it is, don't sign up just for this. The podcast is fine. Like, don't join Instagram just to follow us is what I'm saying.
0: Hmm. Oh,
2: do you want them to? I don't don't know. Let me think about that. Okay. If it's my mom, please don't (laughs) do that. Yeah, right. (laughs) So um, we're going to talk tonight about, uh, well, a topic that's a little scary. Yeah, it is. And serious. Ghosts? No. no. <laughs> Scarier. Good feedback on the ghost episode, by the way, oh, yeah. I will say. I've heard from a few yeah. uh, people.
1: Nice. Yeah. That it was listenable. Okay. And overall <laughs> I mean, adequate. It's about as good as it gets. <laughs> and were people like, what, did you get any like surprise? Like, I believe in ghosts. Why didn't you I didn't get any of that. This? No, I did not. I wonder if our tone was not uh, welcoming enough for such opinions. Shout out to Shanna, who told me, after living with her for 25 and a half years, she believes in ghosts. Yeah. that's I found that out after the episode. Hmm. That's what we do here, guys.
2: We what? bring families together.
1: <laughs> like, How did I not know this? <laughs> we're not together anymore. <laughs> long, sorry, short, long story short.
2: Tyler, why don't you tell the people what we are going to talk about on this evening?
3: Well, I think we're going to dive into our... Well, just the topic of fear and the way Chris texted it to us was fear slash death. So we'll see if we get into death or the The fear of death or
0: um,
3: should we be afraid of certain things or I don't know.
2: Well, if you're on social media, you you think there's a lot of things to be fearful of these days. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, have
1: have people's fears been kind of amped up because of that? So we're gonna to get to that pretty soon. Interesting peeking, too into how we decide what our topics are going to be, just like a text. SMX hey, should we talk <laughs> about A A/B? <laughs> But first, we have to recommend some things to
2: our listeners because they need to be entertained. Mm-hmm. We need to. Yeah, that is one of my favorite things, though. Honestly, to hear from listeners that they've actually, you know, tried things that we've recommended, done or and, tried, or and it I'm just reading. My fancy. I'm
3: actually. This is kind of the reverse of what you just said, but I'm going to respond to Melinda who responded to Peter's recommendation of that book, the, the House in the Cerulean Sea. I'm about halfway through, and I'm loving it so far. Really? Loving? So it's kind of a... She responded to Peter saying she liked it, and I'm responding to her and him saying well, I Shana also Shanna like started it. it today, so oh, you did guys she? could do a book club.
1: Nice. Is it a library book?
3: I have Melinda's copy. Can
1: I take it after you? Yeah. She'll be well, with Yeah. Could you I finish reading so. it tonight so that
3: he
2: can take it home? I Maybe. would like to. Yeah, it's an okay. easy read. Thanks, Melinda. Thanks, Peter. And thank you, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so every two weeks, are we good with that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Break time. Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Recommendations. I'm Graham.
1: Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. Okay.
2: I'll start with my recommendation tonight. I want to give a shout out to my brother, Mark, who recommended this to me, and then I tried it. It's a video game, so if you don't play video games, this will be. I'll be quick about it. Uh, it's called The Outer Wilds, and it's basically a open space exploration game where you fly to different planets. It's a mystery, so there's no fighting, no aliens, just kind of a mystery, and it's exploration, and the music is ridiculous, and it's a beautiful experience in terms of games, so... If you want to play hmm. a game that is totally a new genre, almost, the Outer Wilds. And as a side note, that's what Chris and I listened to on the way out here. The soundtrack, amazing soundtrack, because it was really quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Can so, you?
3: What do you need to play it?
2: Oh, um, I think PlayStation Four or Five or Xbox has it. I think this Nintendo Switch is getting it soon. So
1: all the main consoles. Not Nintendo sixty four. Uh, like, no. My phone.
0: No. Okay.
1: How realistic is it? Are you just like in the blackness of space for like one hundred and fifty light years? It's a pretty and small solar system, a, okay. it's,
2: it's, but it's. It's a really stylistically... It's an indie game, so it's not a huge budget kind of game, but it's beautiful. And just, Mm. yeah, one of those games where it's actually about information. You're not fighting anything. You're not... It's not like a video game like you would think traditionally. It's a a really cool experience. Mm. So if you have a a system like that, give it a shot. Outer Wilds. It's awesome. That's pretty cool.
1: cool. Uh, Mine is a television program on Netflix. And I'm not usually like the first to find something on Netflix when it comes out, but this was released yesterday. And I've already watched three episodes of it. It's called The Tribes of Europa. It's a German-made show that takes place in the year 2074, after some big cataclysm has happened in the year 2029. And all the world in Europe is divided into all these tribes that are kind of battling for, I don't know, power and control. Mm-hmm. And it's really mm-hmm. well made. It's a series. Like a it's a series. I think there's nine episodes in the first season. I almost said, is it a documentary? Like it's, I almost. It's <laughs> not, <laughs> it feels sort of documentary-ish, actually. You feel like, yeah, in eight years, we could be there, probably, where cool. the cataclysm happens. Any big-name actors to draw people in? Uh, if you've seen the also German-produced show Dark, which was kind of a big Netflix pretty hit, cool. there's mm-hmm. a actor on there I recognize, and we have a German student living with us this year. And when she watched the first episode and she said, oh yeah, this guy's really famous in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> He's a musician, actor, kind of triple threat guy. But Did
2: you know he had a German student living with him this year?
1: Yes. Oh. Yeah. I'm so out of the loop. I didn't even know well, that. Well, she just came like yeah, for second semester. semester. Oh, okay. So she's only been with us well, for a ho. couple of weeks. Hello, Inga.
0: Okay. Cool. Is it
1: subtitles? Subtitles. Yeah. Nice. Which is great. But sometimes they're speaking English because some of the tribes can speak English okay. and mostly they're speaking German. Cool. Are you guys okay with subtitles? Yes. Yeah. Way yeah. better than dubbed over language, I think. Yeah. No, I'm okay with it too.
2: We watched Parasite a little while back. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. And I what? think it was subtitles. Isn't it great? And it was amazing. I loved it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That was one of my recommendations. It was. So and I I still, from like a year and a half ago. And It was one,
2: one it. of my favorite movies, maybe like ever. It's, it's incredibly it's well made. Yeah.
1: yeah. Tyler, instead right. of recommending something, why don't you just tell us why you haven't watched Parasite? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's but just uh, there's
1: it's always, there's so much
3: stuff great, to though. watch out there. Like, I just, another one that you guys recommended was Knives Out, and I mm-hmm. watched that recently, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's not my recommendation, but yeah, um, my recommendation is Daryl's Barbering hmm. in Lacombe. It's hyper-local, I know. Um, so if you don't live in Lacombe, you may not um, care about this recommendation, but um, Daryl is a very... Um, very good barber and great guy to talk to. Very knowledgeable in it seems like every area <laughs> of life. We should get him as a, a guest. guest on. Is the he podcast. just
1: like just Daryl? Nobody else works there. It's
3: just him. Yeah, as far as I know. There's Aww. two chairs, but the one seems cool. like a kind of like a coat rack. And huh. he's cut Herschel's hair and he's cut my hair. Um, he's got lots of funny signs on the on the wall for you to look at. He was uh he has his teaching degree. Hmm. He was he has a scholarship. Um, for like a music program, some university, and also
1: has his barbering. Would it be worth just coming out here for, just to try it once?
3: I think so, And like, but the experience I had when I brought Herschel for a haircut was pretty sweet, it was like a whole bunch of, you just, there's no appointments, like you just show up and you take a seat and you, it's a small space and you're all chatting, and that's, that was pretty cool, and enlightening for my son to hear the language being used in <laughs> yeah. the barbershop but um huh. the last time i went it was a, it was a lot different because he, he it's all appointments now and obviously say, like, it doesn't sound
2: very covid friendly no terms, but, yeah.
3: so now it's it is covid friendly now yeah. so you make an appointment and it's just you and him but yeah it's it's great so um daryl nice. yeah daryl yeah. and i think even i've been to other barbershops even in like red deer and stuff i'd say check them out like I know there's these like chains and there's salons and there's all kinds of options but I think my recommendation is to if you haven't just to try like a traditional barber shop
1: experience well, so I noticed you're wearing a toque and a hood
3: now do you guys want to see my haircut it's very <laughs> short yeah. oh. I asked for it though it's very short live oh, reaction nice. oh
0: yeah. Yeah. it is short yeah. Yeah. It's good reaction. fade it it looks really good, good
1: beard yeah. and fade yeah. yeah I think
3: they call it a low fade
1: nice mm-hmm. work Daryl yeah. on the low fade
2: yeah, and Daryl's not a paid paying sponsor. This is this is completely from or the heart. Or like maybe your you should tic, be. by the way, says Blind Man Brewing. <laughs> which <laughs> yes, it does. Their beer is delicious.
1: Yeah. yeah. But uh,
2: cool, Daryl's. I, I I think I might take you up on that actually. Yeah. Try when it I decide out. to cut this off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should <laughs> do a podcast episode from Daryl's barbering when he gets his hair oh, finally cut. I bet you he'd be up to for, up for it. That'd be really fun. Because if yeah. like listeners, you can't see this right now, but Graham's hair is. Covid length, yeah. yeah Have well, you had it the cut wings. like since last March? I
2: haven't had a cut since January of last year, 2020. So okay. it's been over
1: a year now. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy.
2: Yeah, and now my son has been inspired by that, and his hairs in his eyes and shaggy. friends at school apparently. So
1: Spencer also is taking your lead on that. Yeah. Good job.
2: Awesome. Good recommendations. I love the local stuff, Tyler. Keep that coming. That's that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Support local. Support local.
1: You guys
3: ready to talk about our fears?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm afraid of spiders. That's I'm afraid what Shannon's was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <What's that>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of fades.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shall we put on one of our patented jingles to get us there? Yeah. Yeah, jingle it up.
0: All right.
1: So the main topic uh, for tonight, we thought about talking about fear. Kind of the idea of uh, this emotional reaction you might have to perceive danger, I guess. Is that how you define fear? We could that y- use that as a definition. <laughs> yeah. um, rational fear being like the fear, things that you're afraid of that makes sense to be afraid of. So there's a fire going right in front of us, like fire burning your house down if this yeah. got out of control. Maybe that's rational or but is it g-
2: rational to wake up in the middle of the night worried about your house burning
0: down? No,
1: I don't think so. No. But it could happen. I guess it could. Right, so I guess we could debate that a little too. And irrational fear uh, being, yeah, things that you probably shouldn't be afraid of if you thought of it logically. But I wonder if you guys have fears that are rational or irrational that you're willing to admit. Well, I already the mentioned the spiders thing. Like, I'm, I'm not terrified of spiders, but it's
3: the amount of fear I get when I see a spider is irrational because I know there's not really spiders mm. around central Alberta that can hurt me. No. So there's no reason to be afraid of them. But I,
2: <laughs> why are you laughing? I'm <laughs> bearing my soul. Sorry, Tyler. I just, <laughs> when, when Chris mentioned the topic of fear, I was like, you know, these deep sort of fears <laughs> like, in our lives. And
1: what if something happens we're to my children, to spiders, or... which is fine.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: So do you nice. think that That's fear an is, irrational fear. Yeah, is it... Is it irrational? irrational? I
3: think so. If okay. there's no... If I know that there's not a spider that like on my house, if I saw a spider behind you, I would have a hard time going over there and squishing it or getting rid of it or... Really? Hmm. I'd, Any kind? I, I mean, I've gotten better over the Black years. Black Widow or, da- or Daddy Long Legs? It assume doesn't matter. it's Black Widow <laughs> if it right. has that
1: body type.
2: Yeah. But... Okay.
1: I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you. I
0: just.
2: But
1: that is a thing about fear too, is we laugh at other people's fears. And then like when I go, oh, spiders don't bug me at all. They're good because they're eating the bugs in my house. I'm terrified of mice. So (laughs) it's just as stupid.
3: And I squash them with tomatoes. (laughs) Right. Oh my goodness.
1: Yes, you do. So my fear is irrational because a mouse can't hurt me. Although I think they cause the bubonic plague. So maybe that's a thing. (laughs) So what is a rational fear? Uh, student debt <laughs> You know like or, <laughs> What if my children Grow distant from me
2: You know That's so weird That like, was That's what I was thinking about On the way out here Was that exact thing Like that's a fear yeah. Parents have And I yeah. don't think
1: That's irrational No Because you see That could
2: happen I, I'm yeah. kind of spooked out To be honest with you Because that's what I was going to mention That I, I'm scared of my kids That's my biggest fear So wow. there you go
1: okay. That, I came,
3: that the, came out fast It wasn't worded The exact same, but I was thinking today, like when I knew this was the topic, I thought my family falling apart, like was my mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. to that, so I think that's pretty consistent not
2: that unique, maybe like I think
1: it's a spooky coincidence, but really yeah <laughs> <What>? you <know>? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? you're <laughs> afraid of your family falling apart and maybe that's irrational, I don't know, but maybe it's not, but
2: also too, just my kids um running into problems that are yeah really tough. Yeah. That I can't help them with, or that they legitimately could struggle with, and that could alter their lives. Right. You know, I want my children to have ha- happy, healthy lives.
1: Yeah. Um, but you, but you know that. Well, guess what? You live in a world that's yeah got a lot of things going on, right? So yeah. they are well, gonna face tough things. We might be going quickly from yeah we, we to, <laughs> zero to a hundred like, real deep stuff, it.
3: but like my my son, he um. Lately he's been before bed talking about What if I'm afraid in the night Like mm. it's kind of and, it, and I think he's just looking for an excuse To not go to bed or To get us up or come out of his room or whatever But he'll he'll start talking about Like what if like a bad guy comes in the house And I want to say to him Like there's no chance of that happening But I also want to be like He'll say really like there's no bad guys In Lacombe And I want to So I'm trying to be honest also But I don't, but like, so is that fear of him thinking like someone could break into our house, is that irrational or Mm. is that rational or irrational? And what should I do? Should I tell him there's zero chance, don't worry about it? Or should I say, yeah, there are bad people in Lacombe, but you don't need to worry about it for what reason? Well,
1: Chris, you should be the parenting master. You've done this a bunch of times. I would say like, for sure, I would tell them. There's no chance of that. Even though that might be something I lay awake at or have a baseball bat under my bed. Because that, you know, you're like, what if somebody does come Chris, into I have my a oak? baseball bat too. What? Weirdest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't let my kid be afraid. Like, in right. some ways, it's like, how do I manage with, as a parent, how much I let my kids tackle fear? And in, in small bites and... Yeah. But But you're sort of lying to them. So Sometimes. for sure you are. Yeah. Sure you are. Yeah. Or, but or are you, you're, what you're lying about is that, Hey, I'm afraid of the same things, son, mm. but I'm not going to let you know that. Cause I don't want you to take it on and the cats in the right. cradle. Like a weird example of that is me trying to get my kids to like mice when they were little. Cause I don't want them to grow up with this stupid fear <laughs> of mice or like, look, look at these bugs on the sidewalk. Let's play <laughs> with them. Don't be afraid of them. Cause <laughs> Tyler's afraid of spiders. <laughs> wow. Well, that's I just like tell a, my kids I, I need a version to come kill that. the spiders for me because <laughs> yeah, like, they won't like, mind.
3: <laughs> I'm not afraid you guys just need to get used to it,
1: but that's like a baby version yeah. of the there's no bad people in Lacombe in some ways, I think they're connected, yeah, yeah, there's a more serious outcome if you're wrong, but I feel like i i
2: I really feel you on the how do you manage your children's fears tip? I think that's yeah. something that. I didn't anticipate as a parent. There's plenty of things as a parent you don't anticipate happening as your kids get older. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them is the fear of nightmares you know, or, yeah. like you said, even just things like bad people hurting them. No one equipped me for this, so maybe I should have read some parenting books first.
1: But rational fears are way worse with kids than irrational, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm afraid yeah. of the boogeyman under my bed is an easy one to deal with compared to I'm afraid of my girlfriend leaving me or you know what i mean yeah. like those are way harder to deal with in right real life kind yeah. of sure i don't is? know maybe they're the same thing kind of in a way too
2: well that's what you, when you mention irrational and rational fear i just think there's, it's so blurred to me sometimes that you can be scared of i can't think of any examples but i don't know if they're always so mutually exclusive as as ideas i think
1: well like i'm scared of sharks right i'm in the ocean Once every five years. (laughs) Like there's no reason to be scared of sharks. But who's not scared of sharks though? I mean, really. No, I know,
2: but Well Tyler's not, notoriously, but who is not? (laughs) So what are some other fears? I mean, we got spiders, we have children losing
0: (laughs) losing touch with their families. Yeah, but your kids
2: getting older and they're still tight with you, right?
1: Like you're still little kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope, well, if it's not. We don't should talk about it. <laughs> no, right? no, they are. It's just like, you know, you worry about yeah. what What if... I don't know. Yeah. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm not bringing that up because there's a problem. Nice. I was going to say, like, I, I had trouble thinking of other
2: fears. Like, I, I fear things like I live in an old house that maybe some of the the old plumbing systems might not be able to... Right. You know, like yeah. things like that, like home...
1: Like concerns about yeah that
2: can cost you money or yeah. or flooding and th- those kinds of things I think are normal adult boring fears or is there different
3: between difference between worries and fears hmm. like those right. sound like worries to me like mm. I worry about a number of things like I worry that yeah. my car is going to break down or
1: I worry that
2: so how is worry different than fear
1: yeah maybe it's like a mature form of fear or it might not be mature but. Like and you replace your old is it a
3: rash? Is it just a rational fear? like it's mm. like there's a reason to think that, so I call it worry. Mm.
1: When I was a kid, i was I'd pray at night. I think I've maybe even said this on the podcast. Please let no one die in a house fire or drown like those were my two things as a kid <laughs> no. that I was like the most afraid of that could happen.
0: yeah,
1: maybe because they're the worst ways to die. I don't know, but I remember ha- like distinctly praying that every night. My parents must have been like, whatever, just, <laughs> yeah, you can pray it, but that is so dumb. Yeah. And I'm not afraid of those things anymore, even though there'd be terrible ways to die, but. Right. You're not afraid of drowning? Well, like, learn how to swim, you know, <laughs> it's like.
2: Right.
3: I think, uh, like, we can all say we're afraid of things, but there's moments where you're actually really, really afraid. Yeah. And, like, I could say I'm afraid of spiders, but, like, I'm not right now.
1: But, right? like, if there was a spider there, would you be, like, panicking? I'm, I'm, I have the right distance. Like, one of us would take care of it. <laughs> like, but if I threw it on your lap, you'd yeah, be... Yeah, I would freak out. But... That's kind of fun to know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is good to know. It is good to know.
3: Um, yeah, like, there's there's moments where, even with my son, Herschel, again, like he does this every night. Like, what if I'm afraid in Hmm. the night, night, try to navigate that. But a few nights ago, he had an actual, like he started screaming. Like a night terror. or Yeah. And he sat up in his bed and I went in there. I said, what's wrong? And he was screaming Hmm. and he, it was like, he was still sleeping. Like he was looking beyond me. Like he, it's like he didn't see me. And he said, Mm -hmm. I'm so scared. I'm so scared.
1: Does that make you scared?
3: Yeah. I was scared
1: also in the moment. Yeah. And, how um, old is Herschel? He's five. We had yeah. something very similar when Avery, our oldest, Avery, was that age. He had a, like, a night terror. Yeah. He, he was in a downstairs bedroom, and he started screaming, and I came down. He was sitting up, but under his blankets, but yeah. sitting up in his bed. And he's like, there's a green Winnie the Pooh in the room, and he's trying to kill me. And he was so, like, yeah. I got terrified, because I'm like, there's got to be something in the house, someone in the house. Cause oh, really? he was so This is way scarier than the ghost Intense. Episode. That's but weird. it made that, me think like Herschel oh wasn't boy. so
3: quite <laughs> as specific as a green Winnie, Winnie the Pooh, but like yeah. he could see something. Yeah, like there was something there, and but I kept looking over my shoulder and like, "What it? are you scared of?" And he couldn't put words to it. And he's and, but like just looking at his face, like I could tell this is truly he's afraid right now. Yeah, and it took five minutes before he like woke up or like yeah, that's weird. wasn't afraid anymore. But like I guess. Maybe we need a little break to refocus here, but like that, like that's another level of fear. Like, when do we get that? Because, like, mm-hmm. you throw a spider on me. Like,
1: you're not doing I'm gonna, that.
3: Like, I'll scream and yeah. just brush it off my leg. But, like, yeah, like when do we actually experience like, like terror. true terror? Like, does
2: that happen
3: anymore? Like, Damn, this as is getting adults? dark. Oh,
2: boy. I need, a, I need a break here. I hope that. Future Graham picks an uplifting <laughs> jingle to put right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: there's a Jerry Seinfeld little joke he tells where he talks about how public speaking is the number one fear and number two is death <laughs> so people if they're at a funeral they would rather be in the <laughs> casket than giving the eulogy <laughs> yeah um i think that's a funny seinfeld joke um that's good but i thought also for a segment it might be kind of fun to talk about what are i don't know just google it like what are some of the biggest fears out there and we can just Address them as they come up. Like, do they are they rational, irrational? Are we afraid of those things? Why or why not? So, Graham, you've got your we, phone out.
1: We can go quick through these. My guess yeah. is a phobia is probably an irrational fear. Like, I wonder if it's defined that way.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: but maybe not. We'll see when we get this. these. Are all phobias
2: okay? Okay. Um, and we'll see. Number one is acrophobia, fear of heights.
1: I asked like before I came. Here tonight, I asked our family, "What are your fears?" And Shannon said that was hers. And she talked about like when she's up on something tall, she actually kind of has the urge to jump off. Oh, like if she's at a bridge looking out at a waterfall, it's like, "What would happen if I jumped?" Which is weird. I don't know if that's part of the fear or not. Oh, there's something going on there. But like, you would hurt yourself <laughs> if you died, so that doesn't seem irrational. Could she
3: could she climb like a step ladder? Like,
1: so her, at her farm, they have these uh, silos that they store her feet in and the tallest one I think is 85 feet and she used to climb those as a kid Ooh, like that's as, pretty a, as a little kid and the ladder's on the outside and
0: I think
2: everyone's got like a, a threshold for height yeah 85 you know I mean? feet
1: like, might be hers
3: yeah like I think that it's a rational if you're at the top of that ladder like oh. you should have you should have a little bit of fear
1: yeah and you right? should see the little creepy trap door like if that thing easily that screw gives out you're dead <laughs> Uh, Chris, you held a ladder for me once when I painted my house. Oh man, I was afraid for you. And I was the guy on the that ground. Was,
2: that was about as tall as I would like high as I would go. And I was, I was panicking. In fact, to this day, if you go look, the paint job, isn't that great at the very top? <laughs> Where did that ladder come from? <laughs> I rented it. That was a huge ladder. It was. I know I needed that for our. our I kind of forgot about that. You were yeah. way up there. We have, I think the smallest house to tallest house ratio. Cause it, it, it's quite tall.
1: Narrow and tall. It's kind of like Gru's house. And in- yeah. Um, despicable me. Let's keep going here. Number two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Air, a, aereo, aerophobia. It's a fear of heights. I didn't pronounce that properly, but Wait, fear of heights. That was the first what one. What was the first? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's also the second. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's flying, actually, which is also, <laughs> okay. also similar. Sorry. Okay. Fear of heights. Is number, uh, flying is number two says ten are to forty percent of US adults uh um, ten to forty that's
1: a giant range. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Okay, are you guys afraid of flying? No. Are you in the ten no, to forty no, no, percent range? I
2: think when there's some turbulence like, you kinda of worry yeah. a little bit, but
3: like my wife was in a plane accident, like crash. What? She was in a plane crash with her her dad. He flies like a small plane. What like describe the accident? Like, like they crashed a plane.
2: They they crashed a plane. <laughs> like <laughs>
3: like no, yeah. they they were out uh in in the Yukon, so like they flew out. I don't know exactly wow. where they were, like a destination, and then they were taking off, and then didn't make the. They hit trees on the way up. Wow! And then crash, crashed, and they had to spend a night in the wreckage. And what? My father in law had a broken femur, and they had to get rescued. And it so was like, like legit, plane legit crash. plane crash. Are they afraid of flying now? And Krista is more afraid than I am, but she handles it. Like I would say, her fear of it is rational. Yeah. Like, we're on a... I like, would agree. We're I would on a totally plane agree. And there's, like, some turbulence, and she'll like grip the... Like, it's barely noticeable. But, like, yeah, I can tell she, she has a little more anxiety than I do. And I think that's totally rational. Right. But I've flown with students to... On trips or whatever. And, like, I've flown... I've sat beside a student who is just, like... Like, it's so obvious. He's terrified. Forgot about that. Like, yeah. head between their knees... The stewardess like,
1: had to comfort her. Yeah.
3: Well, no, this Them. is, uh, is uh, and it, it, like, and I, I just, and I asked why, and they couldn't really explain why. Yeah. They had no experience with flying that, like, so mm. that felt irrational to me to see him. Had
1: they flown before?
3: Yeah. But, like, this was the routine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: right. and it's like and, looking out the window helping or hurting? No,
3: like, I tried to be helpful, and I was not helpful. I, Mm-hmm. They just let them put their heads. Did you guys in see today, and...
2: like that jet blew up on a Boeing seven seventy seven or something? No, and a big ring fell on someone's house and stuff. And oh wow, it landed okay. But so does that, that? was quite timely.
3: So if that happens, like, does that make everybody's fear of flying rational? Or if you're like, it's very rare. I
2: think rational is so hard to define because in terms of traveling, it's fairly safe to fly. So yeah. like, like statistically, it's safer to stay in your basement for your entire life. But sure. there are safe ways to travel, and flying is fairly safe. So I'm not sure if it's – for Krista, like, she had a, an experience that,
1: yeah, um, that you know, that's different. I agree.
2: But, I mean, is it is it rational to be scared of flying? Like, you're pretty high in the air, sure. Like, if
1: something goes wrong, you're probably going to die when right. you're 30,000 feet up. But mm-hmm. it just never goes wrong. Um, What's number three? Number
2: three. <laughs> number three. <laughs> we, we should go a bit quicker through these uh, <laughs> listeners here. Number three, arachnophobia. We covered that already. Tyler, Chris and I not really,
1: eh? No, no. I like spiders and I value their worth. Actually, I, I, I actually <laughs> found What's the mouse one called?
2: I found a spider today uh at my place and I it was kind of cool. I kind of played with him, I made him suffer. Coddled Number him, four. Fed him <laughs> bugs. Um Ophidiophobia. Fear of snakes. Oh yeah.
3: Mm. They're creepy.
2: Snakes are gross. Let's just move on. <laughs> Five. Cynophobia, fear of dogs. Sino or Xenocynophobia,
1: fear of dogs. I mean, so like
0: it's I can see that could be with,
2: rational. With specific, ex- if a pit bull has attacked attacks. you, or if you're you bitten,
1: bit, sure. A pack of dogs ate
2: your kids. Okay, next. Let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's one. Oh boy, how timely is this? Number six, trypanophobia, which is the fear of injections. Really,
1: that's got a th- that's got a name. Yeah. So needles, <laughs> vaccinations. Some people. Okay, I have a story about this. I was giving blood. I think it was my. I haven't done this for a while, but um i was watching a girl and she passed out and when she came to she said this is really embarrassing because i'm in the nursing program yeah but when i see a needle it makes me faint Mm. and i thought well you're gonna be a crappy nurse and she probably (laughs) is right now (laughs) shout out to deborah (laughs) on the front lines um is giving blood an injection though well, a needle. A needle. Like, the, she watched the needle Nothing go in. was being ejected into you. No, no, but I think the fear is probably that there's a needle going into your skin, no, I right? think your story is irrelevant. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> fear of being put down? What's that? What number is that? No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I thought a podcast would
2: gain listeners if I was a little more... <laughs> <laughs> a little more
1: abrasive?
3: I've had students just so terrified of... Oh,
2: in the grade nine uh, vaccinations? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, vaccinations, and I've all... Like, even just hearing that it's in the top, or still in the top ten, probably, yeah. um, gives me a little bit of perspective or empathy for them. But, like, I've always been like, what? Yeah. Like, why are you so afraid of it
1: that you cannot yeah. do this? It hurts a tiny bit, or... Yeah. That must be... Like, they're not afraid of, like, the long-term effects of... Well, that's a whole other sort of, like, more modern...
2: Fear is it's going to cause life. autism. Right. Grade 9's not thinking that's that, a really? different,
1: No,
3: it's just seeing yeah. the needle, and I
2: haven't understood that at all.
1: Huh. But,
2: and uh, vaccinations don't cause, cause autism. Number eight, <laughs> agoraphobia. Oh,
1: fear of public spaces?
2: Being alone up. in a situation or place where escape might be difficult. <laughs> like this podcast. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fear of open spaces, crowd areas, just basically a, a panic attack in a situation like that. Okay, so um, that's
1: more about... Yeah. I don't panic know
2: that. Attacks. Yeah. I understand it. Uh, number nine, mysophobia,
1: excessive fear of germs or dirt. No. I'm relatively dirty, so no. Obviously not my problem. <laughs> True story.
2: Number 10, social phobia, fear of social situations.
1: That's what it's called? Like, they didn't use yeah. Greek or social Latin Social
2: anxiety that? disorder. Disappointing that they named it that. Wow, this is one search on Google. <laughs> That's what our podcast is now. Um, <laughs> I think all all of those make sense. I think we all kind of have those at different times. Or you know somebody who does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you're trying to, like, defend your fear to somebody. What makes it rational for you? Just your experience, do you think?
2: That might be a a big point here is that you've experienced, like, something's happened to you which has caused that fear.
1: Tyler, have you, like, been attacked by a spider? Yeah. No, but I've seen
3: the movie Arachnophobia. Yeah. More than once. Oh, why th-
1: why more than once? I don't know.
3: It was just I had it on VHS, probably taped off. Yeah. TV and hmm. watched it more than once and it
2: stuck with me. I don't I don't know. Like I
3: it's, Recommendation it's you know, arachnophobia.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I have a quick question. Is my fear and your fear of our children um becoming estranged or or some sort of yeah. is that rational?
1: I long pause that's an awkward pause on the harmonious gentleman it
2: is but is that we keep talking about rational or irrational I mean that is a fundamental fear of a
1: parent if rational has been defined as yeah something that could actually happen then I don't then I think it is right is rational probable or
3: I think maybe what makes it irrational is the extent to which it impacts your daily life or like there's It's a rational fear, I think, but you could have an irrational reaction to it. Like even with flying, like you could have a rational fear of flying where you're a little bit afraid of it and you tighten your grip on the the armrest or whatever. But like an irrational fear would be kicking and screaming or or never going on, or never or refusing to fly or like that. Where it's like impacting your your life, or like you're making decisions. So it's
1: your response that's rational or irrational.
3: Maybe I don't know. That's just kind of what I'm thinking because I, I think it's a rational fear to be afraid that you're fa- like if you have a family, like it's rational because it is possible that things could fall apart because you happens. see it around you, yeah, like you sure. see it in the families around us. But, but also
2: if you if you've experienced something like that in your family too, mm-hmm. that can change right. how you view for sure like we mentioned earlier
3: but if i if i forget to pick up eggs on the way home from work and i fear that my family is going to leave me or like cuz you mistake, messed up because i messed up or i made a mistake like i think there is a, a certain point and like that's an I- extreme example but there probably is a point where it is irrational like your thinking is irrational
2: but is it is it somebody's fault if they react a certain way to a situation mm. It feels a little bit like... It's a good question. Hmm. You know, if, 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 a, if an irrational fear causes them to freak out on an airplane, is it a situation where we just say, well, that's irrational? Or, or, or is there something deeper going on with their, their right. brains and their... You
3: know,
1: Like to you, it's irrational. Right. But to you them, it's very
2: it. real and it's very different. And if someone does...
1: forget, Yeah, to like them, do you judge a person based on what they're afraid of? Right. Probably I do. A little, in yeah. s- if it seems really weird to me. And we, and maybe we shouldn't. Out of the box, but.
2: Maybe we should take a pause and think about that.
1: Maybe there's no irrational fears. That's kind of right.
2: where I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, we're judging you for the spider thing like I'm crazy. Still,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am hung up on that <laughs> a little bit.
2: So, Chris, when you first mentioned rational and irrational fear, mm-hmm. a story came into my mind about a conversation I had with a friend uh, a little while back now, um, and it was about vaccinations. And there's been a little bit of controversy in Facebook and online and things about vaccinations and the potential dangers that they uh, that they have. But anyway, this person that I was chatting with, a person who I love and respect, mentioned that. They didn't love the vaccination debate because both sides were based on fear. So the, mm. the pro-vaccination side was using fear of things you're going to get, and the anti-vaccination side was based on fears of the side effects or the things that are being hidden from us. Right. And I feel like that kind of, at least to me, relates to the idea of irrational and irrational because I sort of think that that includes both. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, it makes sense to me, except we ended our last segment saying that that maybe there's not irrational fears. Right. That's the only, like, but with that specific example, yeah, my reaction would be like one side seems irrational.
1: Right. Yeah. But. So we could maybe go into like, that. Well, yeah, did that person have an experience where uh, they were inoculated and they got it didn't work or something bad happened to them, or that's a story that's propagating somewhere. Right. Well, that's one example of the, and we can talk about this,
2: um, the online space, the yeah. the social media space of basically just the fear-mongering that can go on about any number of topics.
3: Well, and it makes me think that if you can tell a story that is compelling, like, because... One of you just said, like, did that person have a, where they were vaccinated and had, like, they had a side effect that, whatever, like, that informed this new fear of vaccinations. I don't think that's pretty, very common, but I think it is common to see stories of that. Right. And so, like, fear can be used or weaponized or used for your own whatever your motivations if you can tell a compelling story that someone even if it doesn't happen to them they they're compelled by your story and that's the danger of
1: social media how compelling do the stories have to be today i was reading something about the mars perseverance the rover that just landed um on mars taking great pictures and the helicopters yeah. Getting some even sounds, I think, right? Of yeah. the wind and stuff from Yeah, the I listened planet. to the
3: sound last night. It's it's exactly how they they put the sounds
1: in uh, movies. Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: So this story is that, I don't know if it's QAnon, but it's something like an organization like that is propagating this story that human children are being kidnapped on Earth and are being sent to, like... <laughs> Tell me how stupid this sounds. To Mars <laughs> to work as slaves on the planet Mars, and there's currently a column colony where human children slaves are working. This was on Infowars with whatever that guy's name is, Alex Jones, and he gave it credence in he the last not. couple of weeks. Like, oh, the major. Mars like, thing. Yeah, like so. Somehow, oh man, a story like that to me doesn't seem like it's compelling at all. But maybe it's just timely because, hey, look, we actually have a rover on Mars. We have pictures from Mars. So maybe that makes it compelling. But to me, that seems so irrational. But what it could tie into is like if I'm actually scared. We've talked about this yeah. for my own kids. and Irrational fear can still be fear. It can still feel real to somebody. And maybe that's actually scarier. I don't know. I don't know. It just If you can be scared by something like that, that is very scary to me. Well, if I'm <laughs> fearful of it that. It just seems so non <laughs> Or
3: if you're... If you're Genuinely afraid of something that most of the people around you discount, or mm. like that, does that heighten the fear? Like, if I'm actually afraid of this and no one around me is oh, listening yeah, to me, good
0: point.
1: They all Why think this, they, is, they all
3: make fun of this on their podcast. Like, does that make them more afraid?
0: Hmm,
1: never thought of it that way, or or their it strengthens their resolve anyway, or it... Like, I have to be the one to be afraid of this. Calcifies that, yeah. Because nobody even believes it. And we talked about, last
2: time we talked about social media and QAnon and some of those conspiracy theory-based movements that sound a lot like this, where it's, a lot Mm -hmm. of it's on fear. I mean, QAnon is, 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 you know, one of their big things is... Well, it's the pedophile ring or whatever, yeah. It's this noble cause that they have found out about and they're going to save someone and and they're scared and... But... I guess if we're trying to define things as, I mean, I would view that as very irrational because there is no evidence. I think it's almost like, I, like for something to you be mean rational, of
1: humans on Mars or of
2: sure or of any of those ridiculous <laughs> Q conspiracies that that when you really think oh about them, guys. there's no quantifiable evidence. But right, so to, so when I think irrational, irrational, I think it's rational because there's evidence. Sharks can actually hurt you, so it's rational yeah. that you be scared of sharks. There's no evidence of children being kept on Mars. That's irrational to me because there's no evidence of that. And it's right. an easy target, I guess, for me to snicker at. But I think what Tyler said is important is that we can't just... Where does that fear come from? Where, where do, mm. Why are those stories
1: compelling? Where are they coming from? Why are well, they- like the pit of hell? Like I, I mean, <laughs> who makes this crap up? That is, that's just bad. You're, <laughs> yeah. Those people should be held accountable for being idiots yeah. that, that somebody's going to sucker and believe.
2: Well, I think another problem we're experiencing right now is that it's, politics are all intertwined with that stuff. So real issues that are important right. are now intertwined with people yeah, that's right. You know, overthrowing the government with Confederate flags and, and crap because they believe this
1: stuff. Um, yeah, fear is not a great motivator. Like it, it, it works as a motivator, but it's not, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be the reason you Well, think of act. the two
2: main political sides that we see in the news. A lot of what they say is fear from the other side. Oh, don't! that's all it is, do. I think. Right. Yeah, The fear of socialism or the fear of... You know,
0: and corporate. the human
1: response to fear, which is typically fight or flight, right? Would be the...
0: Right.
1: Like it's action. Right. It's it's rarely freeze. Right. Although terror sometimes makes you freeze, which is kind of... Like your story about your son is like...
2: Yeah. We never really defined yeah. what terror is as opposed to... <laughs> there's, there's worry and there's fear and there's terror. Those are the three yeah. things we've talked about tonight.
1: Maybe it's just a scale of fear. Yeah. Have you ever been?
2: Have you ever felt terror, Chris, in a moment?
1: I had a moment of terror when the the pandemic started. I remember very early, like it was probably March of twenty twenty. What year is it right now? Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So like when it first started, like I was kind of like, "What if I got it? Like I might die." And I just I Mm -hmm. couldn't. I stayed up all night thinking about it and it, like basically since then i have not thought about the pandemic in well, a way that i'm even scared of it at all but we i definitely had that. that yeah so was i terrified well, i couldn't sleep for the whole night so maybe
3: hmm. i haven't been terrified of the pandemic at all like like i've been there's been anxiety and worry and yeah probably even fear but not terror but there's, I'm sure there's like moments where, yeah. Like even when seeing my son terrified mm-hmm. was Gives like a moment little. of terror for me. It spreads like, a little.
2: Like, what, like what's happening right now? When oh, our daughter hit her head in our house and I ran down and there was blood everywhere. There, There is a split second of, of you don't know what yeah. you're walking into. Mm-hmm. It could be the worst. So I guess that could yeah. mm-hmm. I could sort of count. All right. You can email us your terror yeah. stories at harmoniousgentleman at gmail dot com.
0: Yeah. We uh,
2: didn't we would get to we read, would it read, it read we, those right on. Well, we didn't the read any today, right? but we have a lot, and yeah, we just like we might in. get
3: to reading it if you see. Okay,
2: it. yeah, there's a bit of a backlog, to be <laughs> honest. Thank you for all of your messages. <laughs> so, what do we think, like, when it comes to people and political groups or what movements using fear as a weapon? I think
1: I mean, do what works, <laughs> right? If it signs up people, <laughs>
2: well. It does It does
1: work. <laughs> no, it's inexcusable, well, I, I think. One thing I thought
3: as we've been talking here is, like, to be harmonious, I think, is to recognize that people's fear can be, like, we may see it as irrational, but it can still be fear to them. And I think that can help us in conversations of when we're trying to be harmonious. Like, it's probably not healthy to discount people's fear like just to to mock it or to no to just call it um irrational and to bring this back to social media like that's kind of what i've been using facebook for recently is to go on facebook and look at what people are posting and just i don't post anything myself but like i'll read people's reactions to stuff and i'll in my head just be there to laugh at the how irrational Mm. this is Right. But that's not harmonious and that's not like they're, I mean, I, I think it's healthier to assume their reactions are honest and they are actually afraid of something and they have a reason for that. still makes it like, what do you do with that? I don't know, but I think it's.
1: And it's easy to say that you're not afraid or today I was walking my dog and we came up on a pit bull, like a person was walking a pit bull the other direction. And from a distance, I saw it and thought, well, you know, you've heard pit bull stories, right? Of attacks on kids or dogs mm-hmm. or, and I thought, what if this pit bull just eats my dog or whatever? And so I had a moment of like, like, should I be on guard? And fear kind of does that, right? Like it gets your back up, it gets you, so it's built into us for a reason to have a reaction to it, I think, but it didn't stop me from walking past or, you know, and obviously the dog was cute and nice and all that, but. Yeah. There's those things built into us that that are there that yeah, we need to pay attention to and honor in mm-hmm. other people and mm-hmm. I think that's a good reminder. Like it wouldn't be healthy for me to make fun
3: of you for that. Like to say, like what, you're afraid of another person's dog? Like yeah. because of stories you've read on yeah, the line. Yeah. Well, like and- you've never been attacked by a pit bull. Why are you right. afraid of a pit
1: bull? Like exactly. You have reasons for having And those are thing. the exact things I told myself as I got closer to it. Yeah. I actually have no reason to fear this, but
2: I got scared of a dog on the trail just today, going towards <laughs> really, G. yeah, the little daughter off its leash, and I and I just yelled out, "Hey, dog off its leash, careful!" And to hmm. my wife and it's almost every single time. And then dog owners always say, "Oh, they're very friendly. They're friendly. They just lick." And then I always think, "Well, what if she doesn't want them to lick?" And then whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah, dogs are fine. I have nothing against dogs. <laughs> what was that <laughs> called again?
1: Xenophobia. Dogophobia.
2: Oh, no, there was actually a real one. Yeah. Cena,
1: Something like that.
2: I think you're right, Tyler. I think sometimes it's <clears throat> very easy to... Our brains seem to want to judge and make mm-hmm. ourselves feel better for being smart enough to not be suckered into yeah. Mars conspiracy theories. But that's not really the point of... That shouldn't be the point of our our existence is just judging people. And I think... No. I think the the most challenging thing that we can keep trying to unpack on this podcast is how are we... If you were to encounter somebody with that belief system, how would you talk to them? How how could you meet them in a place where how do you begin that conversation? So for Tyler on Facebook, I love I challenge you Tyler <laughs> to re- to reply. No, and uh-huh. and not everything has to be some weird OQ conspiracy theory as well. I mean, there's all kinds of different opinions out and there. And those are almost the easiest ones yes. to point out or so hanging the, fruit a bit. But but the most challenging to engage in maybe maybe because they're so far off what you like, think yourself. Really, I have to talk to somebody who believes this. I do think Alex yeah. Jones is just an awful, awful human being. In case anyone was wondering, if you don't know who he is, then consider
1: yourself well. And, and is his thing like I don't? I've never He's watched it, a, but is his thing just to? agree with anything anybody ever says on his show. He's just a conspiracy dude. He's a hmm. Sandy Hook.
2: Was oh, his yeah, fake I know that, that was his main one. Yeah, but, or people He sells you brain supplements and all kinds of crap from his store. Like, he's just a... Weirdo. He's an awful dude, but...
1: Hmm. So fear show, like, is definitely... Sell- like, it works, too, right? To sell things, to...
2: Well, that's his. Yeah,
1: yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You know, gun sales doing pretty well in the States right now.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I was reading about... Um, gun sales in the States recently because I, I watched that show Waco. You guys ever see that show Waco? Yeah. And after that happened, the gun sales, kind of militias went up, right? People were protecting themselves from the government. When Waco actually when happened. When Waco happened. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone yeah. armed up yeah. and they were scared of the government. And then that kind of died down. And then can you guess after that what the next biggest, uh, like sort of rise in gun sales and militias was? After Waco? It took uh, a while. Waco was But when Barack Obama was elected, it was like another resurgence of militias uh. and gun sales.
1: Huh? Because he might cancel... He might try and take your
2: guns away and
1: that kind right. of stuff. Well, That's and I way. wonder if Trudeau's doing the same thing right now, will mm. that cause a spike in sales sure. in Canada yeah. before it's all illegal or whatever?
2: And I believe that most of the time that these ma- the mass shootings happen also causes a, a, a mass... Because like, like they might take our guns away. Right, so they, they buy all... The, yeah,
1: right. Yeah.
2: That could be another episode. I know nothing about guns, but...
1: We need to have a guest who it
3: is... Who- Loves guns. If you and know knows about, guns, stuff about guns, please
1: email us.
2: Yeah.
3: I shot a handgun once. Did
1: really? you really? Yeah. I've always wanted to, but I yeah, never was, have
2: I haven't yeah. always yeah, wanted yeah, to. We'll,
3: we'll save kind of it. Cool. We'll save that story for another yeah. podcast. Yeah.
2: Are you scared he, he, of guns? He, he can tell us who he took down with it. <laughs> it was a spider. <laughs> It'll be a g- <laughs> 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 spiders are really are hard to hit
3: with a like a little <laughs> nine millimeter. Cold <laughs>
2: I think Tyler should wrap the topic up for us tonight. I agree. You should put a oh, bow on shoot. it. Shoot.
3: Um well, I don't really know what to say. I'm <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry,
2: This is my greatest fear. <laughs> Speaking to be
3: put on the spot and have to Well, right I wrong. will say that but, once
2: again there's more we could talk about. I think yeah. I think there's a lot more directions we can go in.
3: Yeah. And I think it's I think for me the biggest takeaway is just eat, like and for listeners like I think hopefully you hear that this is authentic conversation. Like we're kind of winging it here. And I, I learn a lot from these conversations too. Yeah. And the, the big takeaway for me is just to be more um, empathetic towards people, people's fears and with uh, what's going on in the world with the, the pandemic and with, well, we just brought up guns and with all kinds of things like, a lot of their, a lot of our positions are based on fear, mm-hmm. and I think um, we just need to recognize that and know that. Um, I think earlier in the episode, all three of us were kind of in agreement <clears throat> on, or at least leaning towards, like, well, maybe there aren't irrational fears, or like, there's a reason why people are afraid of things. So,
2: um,
3: I think that's just an idea to to consider or take away from this, for me, anyways.
2: That's so cool to confront your own fears and to actually right. pick them apart a little bit. And as right. much as
1: I thought Joe Rogan is kind of a weirdo <laughs> and Fear Factor was like <laughs> this dumb thing, yeah. there was something about people just doing that stuff. Like, did you ever watch that show? or yeah. You guys yeah. did? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was, you know, for laughs and stuff, but there was also something about it. It was like, wow, like, these people are really doing things that are hmm. tough. And something about facing your fears is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if people can kind of gain momentum from that that's sort of cool
2: well if you want to become one of the many people to respond to our podcast here uh <laughs> share your fears with us we would love to hear yeah maybe if you've got a fear to, to share you can even go anonymous if you don't want to be identified as such um, mm-hmm. i'd love to know if anyone is with tyler and they're scared of spiders mm-hmm
1: uh, or Chris we, w- and I we won't make family th- things <laughs> 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 near as much fun of you as we did of Tyler. No, um,
3: I want to know what Tim alien is afraid of.
2: Yeah, aliens in general. Just
1: speaking of aliens, I think like a lack of resources. That's typically what aliens <laughs> are kind of dealing with. The
2: movies can. Yeah. Well,
1: we. Should what were we... you going to say? I interrupted you. sir.
2: Nothing. I don't even know anymore. Oh, sorry. No, we're going to confess some things, and I'll, I'll roll it right. into that. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So stay tuned, folks. We have some really hardcore confessions coming up here. Oh, Oh, my goodness.
1: Well, this is the time in the podcast that we confess things to each other and to you, our listeners. And mine is a COVID-related confession because this week, uh, within the last few days, a person came to my door... Uh, Knocked on our door and it was a person in non-COVID times who would kind of pop in and we would visit with and they came with that intent. But I was, according to Shanna, rude in my approach to him because he came with that intent and I haven't experienced a pop-in visitor for a year. And he just wanted to visit and come into the house. And apparently I was kind of a little abrasive in terms of surprised that he was there. And standoffish <laughs> that he wanted to come in, and yeah. and sort of you know he said he he was kind of asking like what like I can't come in. I'm like well if if you're following the rules then actually you can't, and that surprised him. And apparently I was rude about it, but so Tyler, I'm confessing I that I was feel- rude yeah about- that didn't feel very good when you did yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> did you think you were being polite tough. in the moment? No, but I didn't think I was that rude. It was more like. I, I explain it as surprise. Like, well, you're put in a position where like, you have really? to. You think you can come in?
3: Yeah. He put you in a position where you had to. Yeah. You had to decide what what the yeah. next step. Was. It was just
1: sh- sort of shocking. So that's I, I kind of am defending myself that way, but I guess like I might actually owe the person an apology. Do you feel bad about it right now? I don't, I don't really feel bad. It was more like I'm still processing. How did I actually respond? Because. I'm still more surprised than I was rude in my own defense. But according to mm-hmm. Shanna, who could overhear me in the conversation, it was yeah. like... So how did that, that conversation end? Like,
3: did you like, okay, see you later, and close the door on them as yes. they're standing on the Take doorstep. a
0: free mask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see you in a year. Yeah. Once you get vaccinated, then I'll let you in. So speaking no, of, I didn't say that.
2: Speaking of that, by the way, we, we made predictions last summer in an episode about where oh, we'd yeah. be... Right around this time, I think March. Right, so we should maybe oh, next episode man. we should go back yeah, and listen
0: good to our reminder. predictions. Yeah, I and listeners,
3: a good you should listen to our predictions and yeah. hold us accountable.
2: Yeah, I'd love to know what yeah. I what I said back then when I was so young, <laughs> yeah. naive. I will be out of it by then. Chris, I bet I bet you were fair. I bet you were you're always very measured, I'm sure and fair.
0: Well, and I
1: guess that's what I was kind of taken aback by by Shannon saying that was rude. I was like, oh boy, then I probably will. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, can't really hear myself, but
2: okay. Thank you for sharing.
1: Sorry to my friend who I was rude to. We forgive you on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay.
3: My my confession is that the highlight of my day was when um Krista came home. She got groceries today. She came home with um groceries. And she brought in Lucky Charms. Really? And I think that was the highlight of my day.
1: I'm just surprised Krista bought Lucky Charms. Well,
3: it's, Lu- it's Roan's half birthday tomorrow. What does that and mean? I don't know. We're just trying to celebrate as much as we can. Like it's days. halfway between yeah next year. So like oh. Roan gets to pick like meals and stuff for tomorrow. So she oh, picked wow. that cereal.
0: But that was, we're I was really so reaching. pumped. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
1: no, happy half birthday,
3: Roan. Just joking. I was so pumped when I saw that there's Lucky Charms, and like that's all I'm thinking about right now is like you guys get out of here, and I'm having, (laughs) and I'm going in, and I'm having Lucky Charms, Charms. and I'm watching the highlights of the Oilers game. Ooh, that sounds pretty. It's gonna be awesome. And today was a great day. So like my confession is that the highlight (laughs) was that Lucky Charms was
1: the. I've uh, heard rumors that there's a Lucky Charms cereal that's just the marshmallows without the. Would you eat that that too? I would. Oh, wow! But this is a quick answer. But I, I, because I've
3: had this conversation before. I, I think it. Yeah, it's too much of a good thing. Like it's.
1: You got to suffer through those little yeah the corn
3: crisps or whatever. Yeah, they're. just the little cardboard crisps. Like, is Lucky
1: Charms your favorite?
3: It's like a guilty pleasure. Like I don't have it often, but late I mean, night snack. I've only had it once great. or twice in my whole fruit life. is
2: my number one cereal. Yeah, that was special. any
1: kind of like junk cereal is does it cut great. your mouth though do no. you ever get like a sore mouth from fruit remember, loops um corn pops yeah
2: oh, it wasn't corn Pops they did that to me it was oh, i can't remember now shoot oh, apple jacks <laughs>
1: nobody <laughs> ate apple jacks
2: there's one yeah cap and crunch yes that's the one thank you yeah, yeah. <clears throat> appreciate that no thanks problem. tyler uh i don't really have much of a confession I mean, I guess I kind of do. I kind of forgot what it was. You're now. living
1: right. That's good.
2: <laughs> no, I, I guess my original confession was that I, I that video game that I, that I recommended, Outer Wilds, that I would listen to the soundtrack for it like, as music, <laughs> as background music. So it seems kind of nerdy to listen to that. But I have a better one now. Oh, um, My real confession is that I just finished a like, 400-page autobiography Written by Brett the Hitman Hart, <laughs> professional wrestler. And as if Brett the Hitman Hart
1: actually wrote it. He did. Oh. He's a, he didn't have a ghostwriter.
2: He legitimately wrote it. <laughs> he actually wrote articles for the Calgary Herald for a lot of years. Really? Really? Yes.
1: As Eric Francis. If you knew,
2: yeah. <laughs> if you read the book, My Real Life in the Cartoon World of Wrestling, Brett Hart, hmm. I read his whole book and it was quite entertaining.
1: Recommendation but or a <laughs> confession?
2: I'm confessing that I read the whole okay. thing.
1: And recommending that we read it as well. I
2: don't... know. I recommend no one read it. I which liked is it a lot.
1: ironic because typically the books you recommend, you don't read the whole thing. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you have a tertiary, like, sort of interest in professional wrestling, <laughs> which, as you know from the podcast, I do, right. uh, the book is interesting. He is a... The Hart family is a Calgary staple. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler and Chris could look couldn't look less interested right now.
1: <laughs>
2: no, I do like that. They thing. don't care. No, no, no. Anyway, I read that book and I liked it. That's my confession. I feel guilty that I enjoyed it. That's
1: all right. It's not that big a deal.
2: Okay, I need a new recommendation. I Or a new <laughs> confession. I uh, I like Cheerios. <laughs> I know, that's good. Um, so listeners, every two weeks... We are going to hit you with another episode of the Podcast Magic. Oh, man. Right. Prepare yourselves for it. Yeah. Clear your schedule. <laughs> it's going to be intense. We're at, going to bring it. Yeah. And get back to us. At?
1: Harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com.
3: And harmoniousgents on Instagram, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and Twitter. And Twitter.
1: And
2: just know that 2021 is the year where we we expand. We dominate.
1: We articulate. I think we kind of grow the kingdom a little.
2: Yeah, a little.
1: Too early to call it a kingdom, maybe. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm done.
2: Okay, Tyler, thank you for hosting yeah. once
1: again in yeah. the comb. I'm glad the propane lasted. It did. Yeah, it made it. And we'll we'll see you next time on uh, the show. That's right.
2: <laughs> Our <honest> gentleman yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Harmonious <laughs> gentlemen.